0: This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Live and local in the morning from 6 to 9, covering all of your favorite teams with analysis and opinions to carry you through the morning on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. We want to hear from you. Tweet slash X us at the Blitz 1170, or the text line is always open at 918-262-5072. Now it's time for the Morning Blitz. Here's Rick Corey.
1: Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday. I hope you have a foghorn out there with you somewhere, because if you go outside to drive today, you're going to make sure you're going to have to make sure that uh, you got one of these with you. Yeah, it's going to sound a little like that. It's foghorn day. As a matter of fact, the day after having icy roads, we have uh, fog so thick you can't see downtown from Highway 75 on the IDL. I'm sure that means that by tomorrow we'll have a tornado warning and then possibly on Thursday a heat index uh, uh, irritation because, hey, it's Oklahoma. The Sharknado has to be on Friday. Oh, yeah. It's 33 or 34 degrees this morning, but it did get warmer overnight. With that being the case and how cold everything was, well, what we have this morning is it looked like London or Seattle, but the ice is gone. At least it wasn't in my neighborhood. Yes. How about you?
2: I I did the uh penguin walk just to be extra <laughs> just to be extra sure to my car and sure enough I was it was good that I was cautious cuz there wasn't any ice right there, but once I got closer to my car, there was a little patch that was a little slippery. So there's still some left, just you know, enough to be cautious.
1: I like to see you do that. I See, now, I can do that <laughs> because I look that way. As a matter of fact, if you've, ever, I, I, you've never seen it, and it almost never happens, but I've had to wear a tux two or three times in my life. Oh. And when I wear a regular tuxedo, I look like Buddy Hackett. If you don't know who that is, look that up. He's an old comedian. <laughs> Used to be in a bunch of Disney films. He was in the original uh, The Music Man and all that. Anyway, you'd, have, you'd find him, and Buddy who was one of the funniest people you'll ever see, also had one of the nastiest, dirtiest, filthiest stand-up acts I've ever seen. Hmm. And it was unbelievably funny. (laughs) But he, I've seen this guy before. He would have offended, uh, okay, now imagine me in a tux and look and think about him in a tux, it's the same thing. We truly do okay. look like penguins. Now you, and because if Bryce and I stand close together, we look like binary code, he's the one, <laughs> I'm the zero. Uh, so I can't see you doing that walk, but although I almost got it yesterday, we finally decided that you were kind of him and Han, really needed to get Lindsay to her PT or to her, her therapy, and it was difficult because of the conditions and her not being able to walk very well. So I decided we'd go ahead and do it because we wanted to get her out of the house um, and took her. And then we got out and parked in, in the place as close as we could to the place with as little ice as I could see. And then like always, there's one patch right there. You know, and you, you step on that and the foot goes and I'm like, oh, man, I can't take us both down. <laughs> Fortunately, we were able to stay upright. And then this morning I go outside and it's all gone. Everything was melted off our cars, our driveway, uh, the street, one of the streets in my neighborhood is just ridiculously bad all the time it's on a downhill and then it's got a a dedicated right turn you don't have any choice it's a little quarter of a cul-de-sac if you will so three houses in the little circle right there but you have to turn but if you're not very careful right there and i've just learned this the hard way if you're not really careful right there you will slide right up into the driveway right across from you and either hit that guy's car or his mailbox (laughs) his mailbox has been taken out multiple times and I, I was driving the big old four-wheel drive. It was, was it last year? It may have been last year during when we had that one icing. And mm. I went. I was going quite slow and I was in four-wheel drive, and I tried to turn that corner, and it just went straight. Fortunately, nice. our neighborhood doesn't have hard curves. They have the, the slanted curves. Nice. And when it hit the yeah. slanted curve, I was going slow enough. It just kind of went, oh. I'll up that, and then it just kind of took me right down the curve. So I just waited Saves until, you. yeah, I waited till I stopped sliding, and uh, and that's in a big old four wheel drive. Uh, you know, because I'm telling you, I, and people think this all the time. Well, no, I know how to do this. Well, look, I did it for ten years for a living. But unless you drive a Zamboni, you can't drive on ice. <laughs> no one sure. can. And that uh, today it's going to be a lot, lot simpler. Uh, now it's supposed to be up in the 40s today, and then maybe even almost 50 tomorrow. So hopefully this is in our rearview mirror for a little bit. At any rate, just be careful this morning because it is foggy. It, literally, I could not see downtown because oh, yeah. I can always see the you know the neon lights, and I always like to see what colors they've lit them lit em up, you know, and to, I couldn't even see the buildings today. So it's pretty <laughs> foggy out there. All right, so what's coming up this morning on the Morning Blitz? Well, yesterday as we were leaving, I told Bryce, I said, I desperately need your help. Please find us someone from Detroit, and you did. Yes,
2: I found uh, Matt Derry. He... Uh He has a broadcasting background. He's a fill-in host in Cleveland for 92.3 in Cleveland, and he does the Locked On Lions podcast. So he's a big podcaster for the Locked On... um, Locked On is obviously their own entity, and Locked On Lions, so he covers Lions for them.
1: Outstanding. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk to him a little bit about the Lions and what a story they are as we continue yeah. to prepare for what will be the uh, NF- the conference finals coming up with Kansas City-Baltimore at 2 o'clock. I saw yesterday, man, I love I love looking at X or Twitter, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, the uh, Someone had pictures of people, th- if they were the quarterbacks playing this weekend. Oh. And Lamar Jackson was Samuel L. Jackson from <laughs> I think it's probably oh he, the one with he and um, uh, Travolta um, um, uh, uh, Pulp Fiction yeah Pulp Fiction <laughs> I think it's him, his character from Pulp Fiction and honestly if you look at it you go all right uh, and I oh, yeah. and I'm trying the Mahomes was oh come on it'll
2: come to be. she was a uh, Leslie in Big Bang Theory.
1: Yes, yes. And uh, it, right. Roseanne. So you did see it, yeah. right? Right. I thought that was funny. Uh, I thought that was one of the better things I saw yesterday. <laughs> it's funny. When you first see that, when I first
2: saw that picture, I was like, what are they trying? And then you see Samuel Jackson. It's like, oh, yep. I yeah. see what they're trying to do right. here.
1: Yep. Yeah. And I did not recognize the one that was supposed to be... Um, Purdy? Rock Purdy. Yeah, I didn't either. Did you either? No, yeah. I didn't And then, of
2: course, Gosling was a, was right. like, yep, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Gosling we and golf. We about that.
1: The first time I saw <laughs> golf in a helmet, I told my wife, that's Ryan Gosling, man. If that, oh, and, yeah. And she said, I don't get it. I don't see it. <laughs> but she's Come the one... On. When, my, when Delaney was young, our youngest, she, uh, you know, people would say, God, she looks just like you, Rick. And Christine would go, I don't see it. I just don't see it. <laughs> and Delaney and I are carbon copies of each other. She yeah. even has her, head more, her hair more like mine. And if we stand together and smile, look out. <laughs> I mean, it's the same person. But that's, but that's her. But, yeah, every time I see him in a, in a helmet, that's Ryan Gosling.
2: Right. What a good deal for Patrick Mahomes! I look like Leslie Winkle to these people, <laughs> and and Jared from Goff, yeah, and and Jared Goff is just casually getting uh, his doppelganger as Ryan Gosling.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. You, you, you play with what you got, right? All <laughs> right, coming up today on the Blitz 1170. So we'll have that. We'll also have this day in sports history from Bryce at 6:50, brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. Uh, also tonight, a couple of big basketball games. We've got Tulsa, uh, probably me Texas at Oklahoma at six o'clock tonight. Sooners number eleven in the new AP poll. Uh, And they're taking on Max Asmus and Avery Anderson. So very common people that they have seen before, but that will be at LNC tonight. Also tonight, we have TCU at Oklahoma State. And this, you know, TCU, they average 83 a game. And they also Mm -hmm. average 19 assists, which is pretty cool. You're talking about a really good team here for an Oklahoma State team that is struggling a little bit. We'll hear a little bit this morning. From both Porter Moser and Mike Boynton as they get ready for those games tonight. A couple other big games tonight, Houston's at BYU, and you know Houston's lost a couple, and BYU is, is ranked. So this is, that's kind of a frightening game for them. Uh, Kentucky's at South Carolina, South Carolina's been up and down. West Virginia is at a UCF team that just keeps beating big names. You know, it's it's really interesting how we come into the Big 12 and we think, well, UCF's the one that may or may not be okay, and not only is BYU ranked, and of course, Houston's doing very well, and Cincinnati, they're losing, but like last night to Kansas, lost by what, five, four? Yeah, five. Yeah, I mean, Pretty the Cincinnati arm. team is is biting at people's heels, and UCF's knocking off big names. Yep. So the additions to the Big 12 have been great, and the next year, you bring in Arizona, Arizona State, goodness. which is you know, here we go with the potential word, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, Utah, who used to be really good but has not been that that good lately. But Colorado's I mean, it, all yeah. right. Yeah, they're all right. Their women's team is really exploding. Yes, third they're, in the country. Yeah, and and actually getting people out. It's amazing, isn't it, the Deion Sanders effect? Mm. You know, with, when the football was bad, in my it's just my just my feeling, but I know that football runs everything, and football does really well. Attendance goes up places. Now in pla in a basketball school like Kansas or Kentucky. Sorry, Lance Leipold uh, and, and Mr. Stoops. But when you're at a basketball school like that, when basketball does really well, attendance goes up. But football generally runs the roost. And when football does really well, attendance goes up. Even at little tiny schools like Tulsa or Rice, attendance yep. increases. Um, so when you're really good or you're getting attention, and they weren't really good, but they were fine and they got a lot of attention, right? Everything kind of amps up. And so with the women's basketball team winning, more people are going. For Sure, and they they historically. I've been there once to do a, a men's basketball game, and I mean, you could fire a shotgun and not hit anybody. <laughs> they they traditionally. Like I think of
2: uh, Chauncey Billups, and yeah. uh, <laughs>
1: and you just yeah. kind of linger on, right? And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then you can just sit there like that and let that sit because there's not much else after that. And but they are now playing. They are getting that attention. They are getting those people out. So that's really good for the Big Twelve. Is all I'm sure. saying. Uh, and then for the American, obviously, as you you know, you just hope you can keep hold of who you have. As of right now, which one of those is Memphis who's trying to crawl out of the league. But anyway, we'll get into some college basketball today. It looks like the Titans are about to hire their new head coach. The Chargers are going to have a second interview with Harbaugh. And speaking of social media, I saw a really funny one too. It said, Imagine you're Bill Belichick. Imagine you have all these championships, all these titles, people call you the GOAT, all that, and you're in a third and fourth interview process with Jim Harbaugh to coach the Falcons. I mean, do you, do you wake up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and go, wait a minute?
2: Is, is that like the biggest case of imposter syndrome that you could
1: possibly have? I don't think he probably gets that personally. Yeah. However, I, you, you, you do wonder, okay, you want to keep coaching, uh, and you understand this is the landscape of where you are. You could not have made the demands, if you're Bill Belichick, that you're probably making now, which is total control, when you took over the Patriots. You were a young coach who at that point had had some success and you were a very good defensive mind and you had good people around you, but, you know, demanding complete control gets a lot of guys fired. It does. And yeah, you did it then, but you your legacy is kind of tarnished off here in the last few years. I don't think, I don't know if you can do that down there in Atlanta and I, I'm sure that's part of the holdup, you know, with there or anywhere else. And I don't know. I I thought I saw that he interviewed in with the Chargers, but then I don't know that I did. Did you that, see that like Belichick that? interviewed with the yeah. Chargers?
2: I didn't see anything okay. um, that well, popped out. I might be
1: making that up in find my in head. in Two seconds. So oh, I might be making it up in my head. I know Harbaugh has, and I know he's going back again. But I I thought I'd seen something about Belichick interviewing somewhere else, which would make some sense. But you know what was interesting is Tennessee never got mentioned for either one of those guys. And Tennessee's going to hire their guy today. They're going to hire Brian Callahan, who is a a career offensive coordinator, if you will. He's been an offensive guy. He's been the offensive coordinator of Cincinnati the last several years. He hasn't called a place. But, uh, you know, according to Zach, he puts together all the game plans. And look at the quarterbacks this cat's worked with, Stafford and Derek Carr and Burrow and guys like that. He's a quarterback developer, and if they're going to make Will Levis their future – then this guy might be really good. Now, it kind of seems like from jump, maybe that's who they had in mind because they didn't make noise about either of the other guys. And the other thing that to me is really interesting is Mike Vrabel has not gotten much interest anywhere else. No. I really thought Vrabel would be interviewed all over the place. Now, he's probably, if he doesn't want to work this year, because I'm sure he doesn't, I say I'm sure, you don't know what these guys spend. You know what they make, but you don't know what they spend. Just because they make a lot doesn't mean they don't spend a lot. So, you know, he's probably not in a position where he has to work, and he likely could get some kind of a studio job because they're going to hire guys like that. But you may, you do think he wants to continue coaching, and he's young enough to do it. And He's a guy I wouldn't be surprised that if they 86 McCarthy next year, the Dallas might not look at him. Mm. Uh, I like him personally. Uh, he's not done a good job keeping offensive coordinators. Callahan was the fourth in six years, I think something like that under him. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to be more consistent. But I was surprised he didn't get a lot of look. Uh, and Tennessee never even talked to those guys. So those kinds of things Say We've got, we've got um, Oklahoma City Thunder basketball tonight. Remember, this Friday is the first Thunder on Griffin night. Yes. It, uh, which is really cool. We'll have the Thunder on Friday night upstairs at Channel 6 and down at Channel 9 in Oklahoma City. And did you see what Joel Embiid did last night? He only beat Wilt Chamberlain's record with the Sixers by tossing up 70. On the, on the anniversary of Kobe's 81, yep. 2006, pretty and cool. If you, if you were listening to guys before us, two pros and a cup of joe, they said, you know, Jonas Knox, and I'm sure he was kidding, said, you know, I wonder if they just kind of let him do that because it was the anniversary of that. No, I don't think another NBA team would let you do that. No. He did have 18 rebounds to go with that. It's the third time, though, someone's had more than 60 in Philly. Not only oh. Wilt, who did it three times, but Iverson. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which makes some sense too, right? So he but still, I mean, come on. And Wilt had that sixty eight and sixty seven versus the Bulls. Uh, and then he had that he had sixty eight in Hershey, Pennsylvania, against somebody else. But I don't know if he was a Philly or seventy sixer at that time. I'd have to go look back down. It, it might it might
2: have up. been when he was a seventy sixer because yeah, he beat Wilt's record uh by two points mm-hmm. in terms of the franchise. So maybe it was then.
1: Yeah. Well I know the sixty eight here what came in sixty seven versus the Bulls, but I don't know if that was the Bulls and Hershey. I just remember that, in for whatever reason, that sticks in my head that for yeah. some reason they were playing in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll get into all these things today, and we'd love to have you with us at 918-262-5072. That's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. It was very quiet yesterday on the text line, and it has been lately... So I'd like to have you jump back in and help us out there a little bit. Also like to have you help us out with this. The Triad Eye Institute who is uh, running that special I keep telling you about is teaming up with us to help veterans, which I, you know, um, we obviously are big fans in Oklahoma of anyone who served in our name if you will uh, in the name of the country and what we want to do is we want to help some of those who don't have a lot of contact with others or a lot of veterans who you know in veteran centers or areas like that who just well they don't they don't have much family anymore and for those people we want to do so what's called Valentines for vets we want would like you to you know like today I think schools are back in other than Tulsa public but if you're a Tulsa public and you've got you know kids at home leave them some stuff to do to to build things with and have them make as many valentines as they can hand make them and just make those out to a veteran it doesn't have to be with a name just say just put something on there and then drop those off at any triad location or right here at the blitz 1170 which is at 303 north boston here at griffin media and then we will give those to organizations who will go to va hospitals and veteran centers and they will give those valentines out to those people some who i said don't have much contact and they'll they'll know how much someone cares you know if you can't make one and you want to buy a few and do that that's fine too just want something to give out. It's Valentine's for veterans. You can find out more at blitztulsa.com/slash-valentine. Valentine's for veterans from Triad Institute and the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. We're in the Tulsa Oilers hockey studio. Uh, by the way, yesterday we mentioned that Pat Croft was on with Jeremy Poplin in the afternoon on the, on the show with Pop and Colby. I've got that cut. Um, I've got a portion of that I want to play. And we'll do that coming up after six thirty that tells you a little bit about what the plans are, kind of how they decided what they were going to do and they built what they're going to do at River Spirit. I'll restate what they're going to do. And then Jeremy does ask the very important question, hey – trying to get ready for sports gambling and we'll have that intro coming up in a few minutes as well right here on the blitz
0: don't look now but the blitz is on TikTok. follow along at the blitz 1170 from the oklahoma sports desk it's time for a two-minute drill on the blitz 1170 and streaming on the blitz 1170 app
2: Oklahoma State hosts TCU tonight at 8 o'clock in GIA. You can listen to that as well as the 7 o'clock pregame here on the Blitz 1170. Both teams are coming off of close losses over the weekend. The Pokes are still searching for that first conference win. The first edition of the Red River rivalry is tonight at the Lloyd Noble Center as the 11th ranked Oklahoma Sooners host the Texas Longhorns. Tip-off for that one is at 8 o'clock. And tonight, the Oklahoma City Thunder will host the Portland Trail Blazers. The last time these two teams met, the Thunder cruised to a historic 62-point win, its largest in franchise history. Oklahoma City is 7-2 and against the bottom five teams in the West. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. That's the winter world of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Olson, the Boots 1170, and streaming on the Boots 1170
0: app. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you.
1: Always like having you around, as a matter of fact, commenting on anything we do and what you'd like to kind of get into, including here at 918-262-5072. That is the Neuropty Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line right here in the Tulsa Oilers Studio. He is Bryce Hulse, and I am Rick Corey. Reminding you, anytime the Oilers are home on a Sunday, we call it Sunday. Fun day, all you have to do is wait around for the game to end. Well, watch it, enjoy it, eat some popcorn, yell and scream with the other team. And then as soon as the game's over, you can grab your skates, and you can hop on the ice and skate with the team. They'll stay right there. Probably get a couple of tips, maybe even, who knows? To you know, roll down there and take a shot. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, you can be around, and if you don't have skates, you they'll have some that you can rent. They don't charge very much for them. It's called Sunday Funday with the Oilers and the Blitz. Eleven seventy. All right, that's Bryce Sals in the other room. I'm Rick Corey. I I, I missed, miss uh, misspoke earlier and said Avery Anderson's with Texas. He's not he's with TCU. He's in Texas, <laughs> but he'll be back in, in Stillwater tonight. How do you, now? You see a lot more of that than me. How do you think he'll be welcomed?
2: I It's been odd to see how, like in this new transport era, how guys are welcomed back to their schools because it happens so frequently. Mm-hmm. I think you'll probably get a fair mix of, of booze and cheers, probably, just because he's paid his dues to OSU. I mean he's, he was there for four years. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a situation of him just you know abandoning ship for a for a better situation. He's going back home after four years. Isn't yeah. that crazy of a deal?
1: And he doesn't, you know, he didn't, when he was there, he was a very, I mean, he put out effort, he worked, he tried, seemed to be a good player and teammate and guy, didn't cause any issues. But no. I, you make an interesting point. You know, in the past, anytime someone moved on or like a head coach who moved on, and it was unusual for guys before the transfer portal, obviously, to go from one program to another, but it would happen occasionally. But people would tend to just hate him (laughs) the instant you're gone. (laughs) And you make a great point now that it's happening a lot more often. I mean, Dylan Gabriel got nothing but love when he left Oklahoma. And I was very, very happy and proud about that. On the flip side, and it's a different monster I get, but Buffalo's kicker had to deactivate all his social media because he's getting death threats. Just stupid. Yeah, well, it's beyond stupid. Yeah, you know, some of the people who I mean, yes, I understand if you're emotionally tied to your football team, but come on. Mm. You know, and, and I was very proud of what happened with Dylan Gabriel that it was not that way. There was not that hatred and things. So I, I do think maybe we're just getting more used to it.
2: I, I think so, too. Um, I, I had a situation a couple of years ago. I was in Allen Fieldhouse to watch KU face OSU with a friend. And Bryce Thompson was in the starting lineup. Hmm. And there were some boos even there. And that's a situation where Bryce Thompson, you know, he he wasn't really contributing to Kansas no. his freshman year. He got hurt a little bit. We just went back home, and remember me and my buddy kind of looking at each other, like, "Really?"
1: So you you, you never really know when it's yeah. going to happen. It seems like you don't, and you understand too. That I mean, there's, some fans are going to take it a little more seriously, and some people yeah. are going to get a little more upset. I get that, but it, it is nice to see people actually using a little common sense with that. Mm-hmm. You know, as I've said before, when a coach comes to your program, he's a hero. When he leaves your program, he's a villain. I mean, yeah. come on, it's not the way it works. I mean, we—it it is what it is. People are trying to to better themselves. And the people who come into your program, the players who transfer there, good for them. They're trying to improve mm-hmm. themselves. They think this is their best opportunity and good for the staff who sold them that, you know, that, that it is. I mean, when they move, the same thing. Now, you know, I, I have to admit, too, as a guy who's been tied to a school for a long time, anytime somebody leaves, I'm like, why? But that's <laughs> just because you're tight. You know, Then you step back Definitely and you go, look at it a different go, okay, now hang on here. I mean, everybody has to make their own decision. And sometimes you'll see someone making a decision, and you're like, you know what? You just, you're, you're not putting a lot of thought into this. You've <laughs> got some bad advice. <laughs> well, right? there's just a lot of, you know, the JT Daniels. I'm going to go here because that fits me, and no, it doesn't. I'm going to go here, and eventually, come yeah. on. Like I said before, eventually, it's you. Look in the mirror. Um, yeah, I was glad that he had a decent year at Rice and that kind of thing and that he seemed, you know, at least when I talked to him at media day, a little happier. Good for him. But if you go to four (laughs) schools in five years, there's a pretty good chance. Maybe it's me. Yeah, yeah, we think at that point, maybe it's time to take a look inside. All right, so I mentioned, you know, what happened in Buffalo, which we all know. And as, you know, I thought Nance was absolutely brilliant when he said, wide right, the two most feared words in Buffalo. Just twist that knife. Well, no, it was just such a, (laughs) it was a way to bring it up without, in my opinion, twisting the knife. Okay. He was saying what everyone was thinking. Yeah. And look, I'm not generally a huge Jim Nance fan. I think he's fine, but I don't slobber all over him like some people do. I right. think he's okay. There's some things about him I'm not really wild about, but it that doesn't matter. It's just my opinion. But he does a really good job of very subtly doing things like that and la- and that you could really tell when he said that. And I I saw I saw some pretty funny things on the wide right over the weekend too. Well, since that since he missed a kick, on social media, some of which are horribly politically incorrect, oh, but yeah. <laughs> still funny. You know, if you, if you think back, it's just disappointing as to what has happened. But they are, it's gone so far now to just, I don't know, pile on hmm. that people are playing the auto we're going to play here right now, which is of Korean broadcasters. Now, you probably know the these games are broadcast in multiple languages around the world. Right, And occasionally you'll hear the, you know, the Mexican guy who does the goal, mm-hmm. you know, somebody will play his his audio, right? As a matter of fact, he's on a TV commercial right now, which is kind of fun. Right. Uh, you'll see that, or you'll hear that, or you'll see the Japanese, bro- whatever. Anyway, these are Korean, correct? Yes, this is Korean broadcast. Yeah. So this is a South Korean broadcast because a North Korean broadcast <laughs> we couldn't get. Uh, Just and, so you know. Right. And, and you obviously can't understand them, <laughs> but they are calling the play-by-play in Korean of the final, or this, not the final play, but of the kick that goes wide right.
3: Yes, here it is. Why is it's it funny? So,
0: It's
2: so perfect. Why it's, is it funny? It, one, of the, one of the top comments said, uh, every other country has like a prime Gus Johnson except for <laughs> except for us just every every broadcast It's so unfair.
1: Just the energy well, it. I don't you know. I guess that's energy. I mean that could be called a lot of things You obviously don't understand the language, but you know when he missed there is never a yeah. question about when he missed Let's just do it one more time <laughs>
3: 오른쪽으로 나오면서 시간을 It's awesome. I, well, it is
4: unless
1: you're Tyler Bass. Yeah, and and that poor dude having to you know disconnect everything he has because people have gone crazy is a little bit a uh, little bit silly. But yeah. hopefully you know, and he, I'm sure he's probably gotten a phone call or two. And as someone who has had death threats before, I can tell oh, you goodness. it's not funny. It's why Rick who would
2: who funny? would do that to you? What <laughs> what what would you possibly do? Let's uh <laughs> say for time. It had a lot
1: to do with where I was working and okay. the. Um, tenor mm. of the times, if you will. Right. At any rate, uh, that that aside, it's six thirty here on the Blitz eleven seventy. More importantly, we told you yesterday about what's going to happen out at River Spirit. By July, they're going to bring into existence what they're going to—an enormous sports area. It'll be where the old buffet was. Uh, we'll I'll reset it up for you. But Pat Croft, who is the director of gaming for the Muskogee Nation, was on yesterday with Jeremy Poplin on the, on, with the show with Pop and Colby. And they they talked about the design, what's going to happen out there, which is the largest TV screen, I believe, in this part of the country and certainly in the state. And then uh, like 100 other, 54 other TVs. Anyway, he'll describe it. But it's an enormous project. They are really preparing for sports betting. But it's going to be an area with a huge private lounge. It's going to have a huge bar area. It's going to have, um, you know, a ton of TVs and all those things. It's just it is going to be a really cool area for sports. And he had a chance yesterday to talk to Pat Croft, and he'll talk about the design, what they're going to do, and then Jeremy will ask the question about this preparation for sports betting. It's coming in July. should be as cool as it can be, and we'll get more about it coming up next right here on The Blitz 1170.
0: You can take the Blitz with you everywhere you go. Get in the game everywhere with the Blitz 1170 app. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
2: Tonight, the Oklahoma City Thunder will host the Portland Trailblazers. The last time these two teams met, the Thunder cruised to an historic 62-point win, its largest in franchise history. Oklahoma City is 7-2 against the bottom five teams in the West. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. Last night, the Philadelphia 76ers' Joel Embiid made, made history as he scored 70 points in his team's 133-123 victory over the Spurs. He became the ninth player in NBA history to eclipse the 70-point mark and broke Wilt Chamberlain's franchise record of 68 points. And the Tennessee Titans are finalizing a deal to make the Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan as their next head coach. Replacing Mike Rabel, Callahan would be the sixth head coach in franchise history. In Callahan's career, he's worked with QBs like Matt Stafford, Derek Carr, and Joe Burrow. That's the Winter world of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
0: Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072.
1: It's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, and we love for it to be active, so I'd love for you to hit it right now. 918-262-5072. 636, this is the Tulsa Oilers Studio. That's where we are. That is Bryce Hulse. I am Rick Corey. Remember, there are still some school closings today. And you may be looking around, going, "Why?" Well, you'll have to talk to your schools about that. But Beggs is closed. Berry Hill, Bristow is closed today. Tulsa Public is closed today. Sand Springs, Owasso is in distance learning. And some of the schools who are closed will have distance learning today. So you'll have to check into that. But just make sure you look. Sand Springs uh, is closed today. Just make sure you look before you go. All right. So I mentioned, you know, that we're gonna what they're gonna do at River Spirit Casino and that is this gigantic sports area out there they're going to they're going to have a i think it's 150 plus seats at the bar and that kind of thing so it's going to imagine that entire buffet area which is the large glass area you see when you drive by on Riverside that's just to the south or to the left if you're looking at the casino of the big circle drive where you can go in there and do uh, valet parking so Pat Croft who is the head of gaming for Muskogee Nation was on yesterday with Jeremy Poplin uh, one of the things Jeremy asked him was about design. I mean, he had mentioned, and I think what he was thinking of, Bryce, as I was listening, he was saying, of some of the places I've seen or if I've even looked at online. And as far as seeing, Jeremy's been around and done stuff. But I think he's probably referring to Texas Live yeah. because a lot of what he talked about was, hey, a design like that was something that hadn't happened before. So he asked Pat Croft, as you get into this, was you know, was this kind of like no limits here? Let's just throw caution to the wind and see how we want to do it. And here's Mr. Croft's answer, plus part of that interview.
4: They came forward with some ideas. You know, we noodled it with them. Just kept, uh, like you say, the sky is the, the limit. If you can think of it, they can fabricate it. They can build it. And, then, and they're doing that. It's, it's, uh, it's just going to be, like I said, it's going to be the place to be. It's going to be a spectacular viewing area. And it will be done this summer. It'll be we're looking for target the first of July, so it'll be open for the summer Olympics. If people want to come down and watch the Summer Summer Olympics. Like I said, we have over fifty large screen TVs, three large video walls, uh, lots of viewing opportunities. So uh if you wanna watch sports, this is gonna be the place to do it.
3: Well and I think it's a interesting time, right? Even in the sports world here locally with what's happening with what we've seen with you know, Oklahoma going to the SEC and kind of broadening the landscape of a uh, sports fan here in our own state. It's a, uh, it's a really unique time just for sports in general in this state. And I think that this is perfect timing for you guys to, to jump into something like this.
4: Oh, it is people. Oklahoma is a very sports centric. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a natural for the, you know, what people like to do around here. And we do, we just want it off offer something. This, this is if not the largest, it'll be one of, the, one of the largest sports viewing areas in the state. Like I said, the, the, the area that we're developing is over 14,000 square feet. I mean, it's going to – they're seating for over 150 people. Uh, we're, we're building uh, – we've put in a new kitchen area to serve them. We'll have a fairly extensive menu, not, not just bar food, but a lot, of, a lot of other offerings out of our kitchen. And so it's going to be a great place not only to watch sports, but it'll be a great place to get get something to eat also.
3: I think what's really cool about this as uh, Pat Crofts joins us here on the Blitz 1170, CEO of Muskogee Nation Gaming Enterprises, is that the area that it's in where the buffet was, where Visions was, uh, kind of gives you an opportunity because of its placement, Pat, where – how how often can you think of where you have a renovation project like this happening that's really not going to be a major disruption to the existing operation that you already have in place? The River Spirit Casino Resort it's kind of it's off in its own area right now, and it's not while all of this big project is happening, it's not going to be too invasive on the guest or to the patrons that want to come in and just enjoy themselves. Yeah,
4: that's right. There's there's absolutely no no. Uh... Disruption of our existing operations. Uh, it's it's a unique area. It's 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 cordoned off right now with uh, construction walls. Uh, the construction walls will be coming down soon, where people can walk around the area that used to be a corridor. But it'll, there'll still be construction walls up. And uh, the firm the firm that's doing this they they prefab everything in their in their uh, in their their own fabrication shops, and they'll bring it in. And by the truckload, and it put it in. as kind of modular, where they build everything, palletize it, bring it in, and it goes up almost overnight. So, but you're absolutely right. There's there is no disruption to our current customers. That's that's a very very unique for you know, renovations like this.
3: If there's one thing that I know from the amount of time that I've spent out there, and I know that this is a sense of pride all the way from uh, Principal Chief David Hill all the way down through almost every single employee is that um, there's so much pride out there in this being the premier entertainment destination, not just for Tulsa, but I think in the region. And I think that this hammers that home, that when you guys say it, there's one thing to say it, there's another thing to say it and then go out and prove it. This is another step in that process.
4: Oh, absolutely. You know, we're we're really sparing no expense. It's going to be a top-notch, you know, first-class venue. And it's like I said, when people see it, they will see. It. And you're right, we're not going to do anything that downgrades River Spirit Casino Resort. It's, it's definitely a premier resort. Uh, everybody that comes here just loves it and talks about it. People come here for conventions. They talk about it. They come back. Uh, they refer friends. So, yeah, we're we're absolutely doing it top of the line.
3: Pat final one from me, and i I do have to ask this uh given the ever changing landscape of what's happening here across the country in terms of sports betting um is this just a first step potentially in the process if we were to ever get to that point here in the state
4: oh absolutely this this would be the logical place to put in sports betting uh you know with the the video walls and the area and everything. And we're hoping, you know, we're hoping sports betting is, is approved sometime soon. We get we get asked about it a lot by our customers, and this would be the perfect venue for it. So, if and when it happens, we're ready.
3: And I think that's the important part. I had a buddy that texted me and said, just question mark with the the story from from the <laughs> Tulsa World on this, and I said, hey, more than anything else right depending on when it happens they've already got one of the best places in the entire state if not the best place in the entire state that's already built and they're ready to go they're ready to launch the minute that this would happen so this is part of strategic planning at least to me while also on the entertainment side just providing one of the best places to go
4: absolutely you're 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 spot on i mean it's going to be a great venue uh when sports betting comes that'll just be one more step one more amenity that we can offer but we're we're definitely ready
1: Right. So that's Pat Cross, who is the CEO of the gaming enterprises for Muskogee Creek Nation. So you understand there, I mean, it was a simple question and a right straightforward answer. Of course, that's what we're getting ready for. But yeah. in the meantime, this has been sitting, the buffet's been sitting there empty because that's just not what people do as much anymore, at the, especially at those venues. And the cost had gotten to the point, and there was a time when you went to a casino buffet and it was inexpensive and that's why people went. Yeah. But it's not anymore. It wasn't. And it was getting harder and harder to maintain that quality. So as soon as COVID happened and they shuttered the place. Well, you got to think of something to do with it. And yeah. this just made sense. It'll be called the Great Iron Sports Bar and Lounge, a 53 by 14 foot high resolution LED video wall. So mm. the TV is, is as wide or it's as big as a football field is wide. Football field is 53 and a third yards. So put that down as the width of a football field and it's 14 feet high. Then a 27 seat center bar, which is going to have 24 mounted 70 inch televisions, and they will have bar top gaming on them. There'll be three additional LED video screens, 30 additional 70 inch televisions. So that's going to bring up like 100 and something TVs or something like that in there. Mm-hmm. Right. New kitchen, full service menu, as he said, seating for 157 people. Two bays will have top golf swing suites. For golf and other sports um, and also can be reserved by the way for watching games during big events Mm. So you could actually have that as a kind of a little place to yourself be more than a hundred guests seating availability at a place That's going to be kind of a a, a Rentable if you will Uh, Private party watch it's a locker room banquet space then they'll have a uh, also another 21 foot by 12 foot LED video wall for sports and group events and that'll be in that room and then they've got the VIP lounge, which will be for River Spirits top tier players, club members, private bar, lounge, restrooms, and all that for as they call it an elevated hospitality mm-hmm. experience. So I mean, all that is what my I have a boss who used to call that FFE, fancy <clears throat> verbiage. Nice. Uh, but basically, what that means is we're going to build a lot of stuff, okay. and they're going to be ready when sports betting happens. In the meantime, uh, we'll take you know scoreboard sports bar, which is already there, and just expand it or it's it's reach if you will into all this. So you talk about going out there as we mentioned with like uh, watch parties. And I don't know, I mean, I'm sure that there were multiple watch parties who were already contacting them yesterday, "Hey, can I reserve? Can I reserve? Can I reserve?" Don't have any idea what their policy will be on that. But I'm sure there will be there will be competing if you will um sports uh, say NFL backers or college yep. football or whatever out there which could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I
2: think that that's a big point that, you know, Pop brought up about how. Sports is changing so much. Oh, yeah. uh, besides that, even with like oh, you going to the SEC? Like think about all the matchups there oh, oh, yeah. that you could be able to enjoy at a place like this. You know? Oh yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I just cannot imagine. You know, and the number of people who and I keep referencing Texas Live, but it's unlike most of what I have seen as yeah. I travel. And if you go to Texas Live, the people who can't get into the Cowboys game or don't want to pay that price or can't get into the Rangers game or don't want to pay that price, they're right there. They go there anyway which, by the way, it's $27 to park <laughs> yeah, to get into that place. I mean, you could probably park somewhere and walk three miles, but that yeah, is a pretty – <laughs> I mean, right around there, it's, you know, the live by Lows and all that stuff in there. And then Texas Live is right there. And the only parking lots around there, you can park at, I suppose, yeah, you could. You could park at Globe Life and walk mm-hmm. over because there's yeah. a river that runs through there and a nice little walkway, and you do have that walkway you could get to. But you're still going to pay. But if you, pay, if you park right there, it's 27 bucks, And every time you leave that parking garage and come back, it's another 27 bucks to <laughs> so make that trip worth Yeah, because <laughs> you don't get, like, normally you do 24 hours, right? Not there. If you park and then you want to leave for lunch, you're going to pay another 27 bucks to get back in. So all I'm saying is if you're going to go down there, which is fun to do, you might want to look at that because around it, there's a lot of other things where parking is all paid. Mm-hmm. At any rate, um, there are places, as I'm thinking of, like, that. Yeah, a lot of people who don't want to pay those prices will go there. And they'll, that's where they'll experience the game. As I mentioned, you know, in Chicago, people stay across the street and watch in Cubbyville, right. you know, sometimes from Wrigley Field. Uh, so either way, we're going to build something pretty cool. That's all there is to it. You know, and I, I haven't gotten a lot of response to this. When... First, sports betting first was being talked about. I had a lot of response from people, and part of it's probably because of where I worked, right? But I have a lot of responses from people who were absolutely dead set, thousand percent against it. It's the devil. It's all this. Now, since that time, because it was first mentioned many years ago, since that time, we've legalized medical marijuana and blah, blah, blah. You name it. States change because things do. I want to know what your temperature is for it now. And literally, I just want you to text me whether you care or not at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. Do you think it's bad? Do you think it's good? Do you look forward to it? You excited about it? Has your opinion changed on sports betting lately? Now, I've told you mine. I'm, it's not my business what you do, as long as it's it's legal. So if it's legal and you want to spend your money, hey, have fun. Yeah. Uh, I would say you know, be careful, be calm. We all need to, but you know that's at your thing. Super. I mean, the casinos are out there already, so if you wanted to go do that, you could you can find mm-hmm. ways around betting obviously right. you, you know, there's it's not like it's you know we're we're hiding a secret here, but there are those who are still dead set against it for a lot of reasons. I'd like to know what you think at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two being a sports audience, a sports station, I think I probably know, but I still want to know because <laughs> all I know is what I heard before. And what I heard before from um, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of listeners where it's it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. And especially because it was the tribes. Well... That's who has has petting. Yeah. You know, unless the state wants to make a huge shift, and I <laughs> cannot imagine that from this administration. I don't think we're going to see it. So you, if you do that at the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, I'd appreciate it, 918-262-5072. I'd just like to know what you think of that. And are you excited about what's coming at River Spirit? You add what's happening there to what they're doing at the Oilers Ice Center, just when it comes to that kind of thing. So you imagine a regular night here in the spring, say, And you decide, or early summer, well, do I want to go see the drillers, or do I want to go to River Spirit, or do I want to go out to the Oilers Ice Center and go skate or go have dinner or whatever because the restaurants they'll have out there? Think of the venue opportunities you'll have. Sure. Uh, And that's pretty cool. And and then, of course, FC Tulsa, or do I want to see them if they happen to be playing and the drillers aren't? Uh, My point is there's going to be a lot to do. Yeah, And those things happening at the same time, I think, is fantastic. 651 here on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. He's warming up the old vocal cords because he's got this day in sports history brought to you by Triad Eye Institute in just one moment. And then coming up at 750 this morning, Matt Deary. He is the Locked On Lions coverage guy for the Detroit Lions. Got to talk a little Lions football because, man, what a great story they are. We'll talk to him, Probably, plus get your comments. We'll hear, as I said, from a little more of Porter Mosier and from Mike Boynton as their teams play tonight, all right here on a Tuesday drive on the Blitz.
0: The Oklahoma State Cowboys call the Blitz 1170 home. From the Oklahoma sports desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
2: You'll be able to hear those Oklahoma State Cowboys on the Blitz tonight as they host TCU and GIA. That's with an 8 o'clock tip and pregame here on the Blitz starting at 7 o'clock. Both teams are coming off of close losses over the weekend. Folks are still searching for that first conference win. The first edition of the Red River Rivalry is tonight at the Lloyd Noble Center, as the 11th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners host the Texas Longhorns. Tip-off for that one is at 8 o'clock. And it is currently unknown whether the 49ers will have wide receiver Devo Samuel for the NFC Championship game. They did get relatively good news, however. Coach Shanahan said Monday that imaging did not show another break in Samuel's shoulder, which leaves the possibility for a return open. The 49ers host the Lions for the conference championship Sunday at 530. That's the window roll of Tulsa two-minute drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app.